0: Welcome to unlocking your power with Francesca. This podcast is designed to help you build a bulletproof mindset and embrace the badass you are. I will be the external voice to remind you during those tough days and give you that kick in the butt that you need. Let's get it going. Hey everyone, welcome back to Unlocking Your Power, and I am your host, aka Francesca. Now I wanted to kick off a great episode, which is jam-packed about my fitness journey since I've been involved in the fitness, health, and nutrition industry for the past 14 years. There are going to be some tips I'm going to provide about uh, those who are actually starting their fitness journey, that are beginners, or those that are a little bit more advanced, or athletes, and how they can excel uh, their physique and take it to the next level. And what my goal is every month, at least one of the four podcast episodes I want to talk about the nutrition, health, etc. Uh, so today is it, and I hope you guys enjoy. Now, like I mentioned before in my introduction. I have actually been a personalized trainer for over 13 years. Uh, I specifically concentrate in nutrition, athletic performance. Uh, I do have certification in life coaching and got into mindset coaching to help gear towards to sports psychology And being able to amplify performance and being able to help athletes be the best that they can be and overcome a lot of the challenges to be an athlete. And I haven't been practicing a lot of this. I do want to get back into it. I do have a passion for it, uh, but I feel like me being expressive of where I originated all of this from would help, but also how I can help others for those who have questions or concerns during this this process so a lot of people don't know a lot about my history or background Uh, I actually was a competitive swimmer at the age of seven and I competed in the junior olympics and my my actual goal back then was to be an olympian to be an olympian swimmer uh, for those who are Actually, swimmer. So, those who are involved in the sport uh, would understand when I say this. I am actually a backstroker. I was a, an amazing backstroker. I was really fast. I wanted to be like Natalie Coughlin, which was my idol back then. And honestly, I wanted to go so far that my parents put me into swim camps. I train in Richmond, Virginia. I work with top coaches at Richmond University. I went to Michigan and actually met Janet Evans, which is an amazing Olympian back in the day. And I think in the 1990s, uh, I was so fascinated of her her demeanor, how she swam and the kind of person she was. So I was blessed to have met her uh, and she inspired me. And I, how, how ironic because I'm in Florida now, I'm in, in Orlando, Florida. I came down at the age of 10 Uh, to Claremont, Claremont, Florida, which is a facility for those who are Olympians. And there's a facility that uh, they train there. And I was able to work with an Olympian coach that isolated my techniques and my performance. And my career in swimming ended when I got pulled out of school because I was bullied. I was homeschooled. So that ended my career wanting to Isolate that and being involved in the sport and go for varsity and etc. So uh, the thing is that I never stopped playing sports. I was always athletic. My parents were athletic themselves. I got into soccer, rock climbing, track and field. So I, I knew that in a very young age, I wanted to move and I wanted to work out, and my body needed to exert energy or force. So I was always hyper. I was a hyper kid, and. I was the I was the girl. Actually, I am that girl. I am that girl that would go against the guys and get beat up for it. And I don't care because I was just like that person who always wanted to be like, no, a female can do this. So um, I, I I actually got hurt a lot. So I got a lot of bruises and and scars, but it is what it is. I stumbled upon bodybuilding, which is my sport and still is. And I stumbled upon it when I was around 18. So it was later in the years I I got into weightlifting. One of my first jobs was a swim instructor and a swim coach and a lifeguard. So since I was already in that sport, it was easy for me to transition and make money and being able to coach individuals. So a lot of the coaching came from that. And there was a gym in My hometown, which is Newburgh, is called Goach Gym, Newburgh, New York. And there was a pool that was stationed in the middle of the gym and it looked like a fishbowl. So the pool was in the middle of the gym and everything was glass. So I was able to see people from the second level working out on the first level working out. I started watching people work out and I was stalking them. (laughs) I was literally taking down notes. I actually remember individuals coming at a certain time and I'm like, well, that's Bob coming in at 10. (laughs) And, you know, I watch people train and there was a lot of great athletes in there. Back then there weren't a lot of females that were in the middle of the gym or we call it at the man cave because back then there were more males than females, but now females are dominating the sport. Uh, I was really shy. So back then, I was so shy, and this is a tip that I'm gonna give to uh, those who are beginning their journey. What I did was, since I was shy and I didn't know how machines operated, I was still new to weightlifting. I literally went at times to the gym where it was not packed, it was empty. And I started working around everywhere to learn about the equipment, understand what muscle group or body part is working, and also what I'm feeling. So it kind of gave me a little peace of mind because I didn't have anybody watching me and also kind of go at my own pace to analyze what I was looking at. Now, this is where I understood that this became my craft. I how I function mentally is that everything comes down to your mindset. So for me to understand something or how it works, I break things apart and put them together. So what I did with my body was I didn't break my body. All I did was like break down. Okay. So this is a bicep machine. I'm going to work my biceps, but how do I initiate force? Where should I feel it? How my grip should be? So I really go went down into detail as to how to create the action or the execution in order to feel it. So this is where a lot of the science behind exercise became part of me. I, I, I love science. I wanted to understand what exercise science was. So that was my first degree until I switched into psychology and et cetera. Regardless, um, I did take up a certification course for personal training to understand the body mechanics, the kinetics and etc. And I also took up a certification for group training. I actually did body pump uh, classes. I think it's still going. Uh, if I can remember, I did a body pump certification course and taught the class for probably like two years. And I remember it was like volume 100 and some 110. I have no idea. But yeah, so that's it, it came down to like just being able to help others uh, understand what they're working and also being in front of people and communicating with something that I love. So I was the center of attention. I was like being able to help others. So a lot of this passion came about with fitness was based on me just kind of expanding and understanding everything. In that period of time, uh, there was a coach, an IFBB NPC coach that was well known in uh, in New York and the Mecca gyms uh, he coached a lot of great athletes and Olympian athletes. Uh, he came up to me one day and he said, you should compete. And I laughed at him. I was like, compete where? What am I competing in? What do you mean? He was like, you have a great structure. We can do some work on it. Um, and uh, yeah, I can, I can train, train you. And I was like, okay. That was where I didn't know what bodybuilding was. I really was under a rock. Like I didn't know there was this world of fitness and bodybuilding until I met my coach. And with the kindness of his heart, he took me under his wings and he mentored me. He, he became like my second father and my mentor. And uh, I did a lot of the training but most importantly, he helped me understand the connection between your mind and your body. And I was so blessed to have him in my life at that period of time because I was lost and I knew that fitness and working out was my source of therapy, but how he helped me train and focus on my body and my mindset was, was superb and, and, and something that I have has influenced me and how I operate personally in my training and also how I help other people. So in some way, I've been in a background of like MPC, uh, helping people compete and etc. I've never been in, I never wanted to be in a forefront. I competed once and it was long time ago, but I, I know that I, I enjoy helping athletes to excel, helping people to excel. So one of the things that I remember him saying, was right before our training sessions. He said, I know that whatever you have going on right now, whatever problems you have, don't talk about it. Leave it outside that door. When you come in and walk inside and and come up to me and we train, you're going to need to use all that energy, that anger, the frustration, the hurt, the pain into your fucking training. Can you give me that? Every day he gave me a speech and that stuck with me. And that made me understand that okay, there's more to it than the physical output is all mental. It's literally all mental. He told me if you say you can, you're gonna need to give me 20 push-ups because you can. Don't say that shit with me. And I was like, okay, woo. But that was the intensity. So years later, I did compete in bikini. Um, I trained him. I competed in bikini back then it was completely different. I was like eight years ago, six to eight years ago. I don't even remember. And, uh, you know, I got actually qualified. I would have taken first, but you know, the politics of bodybuilding. Um, but back then I was building for a woman's physique look where I wanted to be like Dana Lynn Bailey, because that was the look I was going for. It was beautiful. It was, it was, it was somewhat feminine, but still strong. And it was completely different compared to what it is today. Due to health reasons, I didn't pursue it or not pursuing it. There might be a possibility that I might enter in one, one of these days. But in reality, I I took health, health, uh, more of a priority because I do have health issues. And I know that there are certain things that are things that I cannot take because It's going to affect me a lot. It's going to affect my health, and health is a priority. And I'll get into competing, PEDs, performance enhancements later. uh, But right now, it's just more of the history behind it. And when it came to the lifestyle of bodybuilding, it is something that has stuck with me. It is something that will continue to stick with with me until... I expire on this earth. The discipline, the dedication, the work ethic that came from bodybuilding is something that I have transferred or transitioned in my day-to-day life and how I operate with work, how I operate with myself, with people. And at the end of the day, I just know that with the type of intensity that I train, it's, it's superb. And I know that how I go into the gym is like, if this was my last day, I'm gonna give it all that I have. And that's how I focus my training. Which is why. Uh, you know a lot of people come up to me. And you know ask about my training. And you know. Or, or is admiring the, the, the work intensity. Is because it came. From the mental aspect of training. It's more than that. It's also a spiritual connection. It's more of being able to. Apply. And work through things in your mind. And it's something that. I felt a connection to myself, my true self, my authentic self. So honestly, that's basically how I got into bodybuilding, how I got into training other people, how I wanted to continue to help others. Now, how does that apply to you and what tips I can give you guys? Now, let me revert back to the starting point of this conversation where, you know, people in that are starting this fitness journey, you know, I I want to remind you that there are different reasons why you want to get into it it can be to improve your overall health it might be able to improve your your goals fitness wise you know it might be to make sure that you know you're able to run and be able to be with your kids or whatever it is everybody has that journey and it's a personalized customized journey and it's always going to evolve over time there's no endpoint there's endless phases this is going to require a lot out of you and you're going to have to be prepared to put in that work but I, I do guarantee you that when you put that work within yourself, it is the best investment hand down over anything. Your well-being, your health—it's your fucking life. So always invest in your life, in yourself, and your health, and that's one of the tips that I want to provide. The next tip is understanding that it's gonna take some time to see results. Uh, those who are starting off—it's—it's it's honestly the most beautiful and most critical point of time. The reason why is because your body is like a sponge in the first two years, three years of training. Your body is going to change so drastically in the first year and you're going to start seeing those results quickly. I want to make sure that in this process that you have to recognize that this is your battle, your journey, your body, your life, nobody else there's going to be points in time that you're going to compare yourself with others you're going to compare yourself how you look there's certain aspects of your physique you're going to compare and and that's going to go into a very negative cycle and i want to stop that this is your journey this is your time this is your energy this is your commitment this is no one else's what you put in is exactly what you're going to get there is so much more than that physical commitment it's a mental commitment it's an emotional commitment to yourself you deserve that much there's a lot more that goes into your mind, but when you execute physically, you're gonna start to feel and see the results. You're gonna make excuses. You're gonna start justifying things in that process to lessen the severity, to lessen the lessen uh, the pain of pushing. Pain is part of growth. You have to recognize that if you want your body to excel, you're going to have to come to terms that you're going to have to push harder than you necessarily would. You have to give you that extra 30, 30 second or extra rep, whatever it is, you have to keep pushing. The moment that you feel pain, keep pushing. Obviously, you want to make sure that the pain is not uh, more of a hurt pain is more pain of like the muscular pain or the 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 soreness or the tension. I don't want you to be getting hurt either, so always make sure to operate and execute pain free in such a way that injury free, if that makes sense. Now, those who are advanced athletes, you know, I I do want to continue encourage you to always do research on yourself and your body. You know, since you guys already have a foundation, you've pushed yourself through many phases, through you push yourself through many changes of your body. It's it's always good to do things differently. That is my tip for you. Always do things differently don't be afraid to cross train don't be afraid to to pair up with another person learn from other individuals ask questions go into different sports different style of training gain some more knowledge do nutrition do research on nutrition you know that that is the biggest takeaway is you know for me what i did was i did a lot of research on myself i wrote things down i created a dialogue of Certain points of my body, certain transitions. What what's going to help me? What can challenge me? Because your body is always evolving, and as we age, it gets a little difficult. But the more you change it up, the more you start changing your training every three months or or whatever. It's going to help. And I'll give you an example because this is what I did, and this is where I've seen a lot of growth in my body. So, for example, uh, you know, I got into a lot of training for agility, uh, a lot of power training, etc. So for the first two months, three months, what I did was I wanted to feel like I'm an athlete. I wanted to have high endurance. I wanted to run. I wanted to have flexibility. I wanted to move quickly, fast switch muscle, slow twitch muscle, everything. I really wanted to have speed. So what I did was train like an actual track and field athlete i trained you know like um someone that was in the sports of football or soccer with fast feet, fast movements and you know high intensity training i did that for some time and then i transitioned into power strength or power lifting i took time to really give my body the nutrients needed rest my body as much as i needed and execute on power you know, maintain a lot of power movements with food and how I lifted. So a lot of it was compound movements. A lot of it was more so being able to feel all of the executions from deadlifting, squatting, bench press, those basic movements, foundations should always be part of your training. These little accessory work ain't going to do shit. If you want to grow, you want to gain muscle, you want to add power. Is so you're gonna to have to fucking lift heavy, and know how to do it correctly. I did that for two months, and then another two or three months. What I did is my bodybuilding phase, where I started doing high volume, you know, high intensity, uh, more repetitions, more so of lessening the power or the amount of weight, but also creating more stimulation in my muscle. And, you know, those are phases. And in in one more example, if you want to bring up your glutes or you want to bring up your shoulders, what I suggest is for you to do two to three times a week of that specific body part for four to six weeks, and then rotate another body Heart or body group. And that's what I've done. Like, for example, a lot of people do want to grow their legs. So, what they do work out three times a week for a good period of time. Same thing with every muscle group. I did that all the time and recycled over to different groups. So, continuously changing is very important. Now, before we kind of end up this episode, You know, I also wanna kind of give you a little bit of encouragement or takeaway for this whole conversation is, you know, we live in a generation where social media is so prevalent right now. And there's a lot of comparisons. And and trust me, when I say this, I can actually tell if someone is natural or unnatural, whatever. And there's a lot of uh, people that are in social media that has faked uh, the natural look while they're actually using certain things. Please do not compare yourself to them. Your body is unique. And, you know, a lot of people get into it. And there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Everybody can do whatever the fuck they want with their own body. But what I do want to make sure that you understand that sometimes what you see and what you see on of yourself and what you see on social media. And sometimes these looks can be uh, hard to attain naturally. Please don't get hard on yourself. Look for people that are naturally built or are actually uh, you know, doing things, uh, for the sake of their health or doing things for the sake of wanting to live a healthy lifestyle. And if it's your aspiration or inspiration to look like that person, just know that you're never going to look that way. You might look similar or the same or better, but this is your body. You can choose to, to go as far as you want safely. So please make sure that you do not compare yourself. Comparison is so hard. And trust me, I do that sometimes. And sometimes I am out of social media for quite some time, not looking. And sometimes I unfollow people because I don't want that reminder that I'm not that way. So do things that are healthy for you mentally uh, so that it can help you continuously achieve your goal. And you know, I, I know that it can be difficult sometimes, but just re- recognize that you are who you are and nobody can be you. That is the best thing that I can tell you. Now, I hope that you guys enjoy this episode and hopefully I kind of give you some understanding and guidance on how to attain or kind of change things up or give you some tips for those who are starting, for those who are also been involved in this game for so long. I hope I have given you some insight. Now, if you have any further questions, obviously, you know where to find me. You can follow me on www.francescaroden.com, where you can actually send me an email or contact me. My email is unlockingyourpower at gmail.com. If you have any questions or suggestions on topics or any concerns, email me. You can You can do that and I'll respond to you as quickly as possible. And also my IG handle and TikTok handle is the same name, which is Cheka underscore rebuilt. All of this is within the description of the episode. So you can uh, link, there's a link. You can click on it. Now, thank you for listening another week. And if you guys like this episode and want some more, please subscribe as I would like to make sure that you are updated every week. And it's always on Tuesday. Don't forget to leave a review and rate this show. I am able to provide some shout outs and give you guys some some love on the podcast. And also it would be great because I love you guys and I always wanna make sure I can help you. But again, remember, I'll see you next week. You're freaking badass. Chin up and heads up, love. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Unlocking Your Power with Francesca podcast. Please make sure you are subscribed so that you never miss an episode. And if you feel this message was great, please go ahead and share it with your friends and family so they can get a dose of inspiration. Don't forget to leave a review and rate the show. Love ya, bye.